don't you blame the movies? Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. cookie ready okay let's go let's do it right into right into some right. asmr okay oh that was so satisfying okay listen oh that sounded so good okay dyson here do yours uh. <laughs> <laughs> had to have a little You're flare freaking. on yours Okay, Paige, you read yours first. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. You know how when you read fortune cookies, you usually go like in between the sheets or in, in bed? bed? We should say on Halloween. On Halloween. Oh, okay. That's good. Okay. Good health will be yours for a long time on Halloween. Hmm. Or. Yeah. Yeah. I think it can kind of work. Yeah. I'll have good health on Halloween. That's good. I'll be eating lots of sugar. I was going to say, and then on November 1st, when you wake up, you're like, I have a bellyache because I ate the whole entire thing of cookies and cream Hershey's. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, you know me, but it would also be Sonia's birthday. So I would have a cake ready and I'd be doing cake on her birthday too. Oh, yo, your teeth are going to fall out of your head. There's a lot of things to bake for at the end of the year. (laughs) Okay, Dyson, you read yours. He who goes to bed with itchy bum <laughs> wakes up with a smelly finger on Halloween. I'm uh, I'm actually going to save mine to go last because I think it's a perfect segue. Is oh. it? Oh my god. Always the producer. Okay. On Halloween, keep your ideas flexible and don't ignore details. Oh. I have a stupid one. <laughs> Keep your ideas flexible. <laughs> Keep your ideas flexible and don't ignore details. Oh, well, costume? I, how st- I was just thinking, yeah, costume. Sorry, I, just, I still went to negative. Sorry, everyone. I'm sorry to bring this vibe. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good thing that Dyson waited so that we can segue over here. I think it was a good one. Okay, yeah. Not Sorry, I, I just was like, what am I going to even be for Halloween this year? Mm. Yeah, that's the... I don't know. I, I, I have to. Th- I mean, we only have a sexy a month. COVID. Sexy COVID. Oh god. What like a, a germ cell in fishnets? Yeah, and then I'll be long COVID. Doctor <laughs> <laughs> right. long COVID. I actually think I um got the fortune cookie for everyone listening. Really? Because you know what? Get ready for a daring adventure on Halloween. Oh. Yo, you lucky little duck. That, that is was a good, good one. one. Yeah, guys, so um, we've mentioned Halloween a lot because this is the first episode of October. Do you like my song? Yeah, it was good. It was perfectly on pitch. (laughs) (laughs) First episode of October. That's really exciting. I know, right? It's the best month ever. Okay. It's your favorite month. It's my favorite month. Oh, yeah. I enjoy Halloween. (laughs) I don't enjoy scary movies, but I do enjoy like the fun Disney movies. I'm excited to watch Hocus Pocus 2. Oh, actually, that just came on uh, uh, Disney's Plus yesterday. Ooh, it's I want to watch it too. I don't have Disney yeah, we can Plus, watch though. it. I don't I'll have Disney. It. I have it. I, we can use mine. Okay, or Sonia. Sonia has it. 
So we can use Sonia. Ah, thanks, Sonia. Thanks, Sonia. <laughs> I go watch Shout out to too. That. Yeah, that, that's actually um, pretty good here. I was going to ask you both anyway, what your like go to Halloween movie mm. or like. Yeah, like a go-to Halloween movie. It doesn't have to be Scary Page because, like you said, you don't like scary movies. But there's, but there's movies within be. the realm of yeah. not scary that are Halloween-themed. Like your go-to. It's spooky season. You would feel like you forgot a part of the holiday if it passed and you never watched this movie. I would say Beetlejuice. Mm. Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Um, I knew you were going to say Hocus Pocus because we I always watch that together. Hocus Pocus, yes. We, if we do like pumpkin carving or something, it's always like, let's throw on Hocus Pocus. Yeah. And then the um, Halloween Town, but like the Disney version, not oh. like the, like, yeah, it's Halloween Town. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. remember those. They were always on Family There's like Channel. four of them. Yeah. I remember those movies. Those are good ones. Mm-hmm. I like Beetlejuice too. I have that on VHS. I watched it not that long yeah, ago. Yeah, we watched it, I think, when we were um, carving pumpkins. It probably because i'm like i like i love halloween i only know scary movies so by like um i don't know knowledge this is of, your time of the year knowledge of ones that aren't like really scary so that you're not like i'm terrified <laughs> it's like i don't know hocus pocus a beetlejuice you're good <laughs> you're like it's fine i love them i'm sure there's other ones i just can't think of them dyson what's your go-to halloween movie i'm gonna go with the halloween tree and it's not because i look like the main character Oh yeah. my god, you do. It's very accurate. <laughs> Just without the beard? Except why is that kid's hand so tiny? Look at those tiny hands. Tiny hands, hands and giant child. hair. <laughs> giant hair. His disproportion has hair as big as hands are small. <laughs> That's a good movie. I watched that on like YTV or something when I was a kid. Hey Steph, what's what's your go-to Halloween movie? My go-to Halloween movie would have to be Halloween because it's not right to go through spooky season and have movie marathons and get into it if you don't watch the Halloween classic. Um, But besides that, definitely Scream would be my favorite scary movie in general. And Us. I love Us by Jordan Peele. So that might be something I have to rewatch this spooky season. Great choice. What about activities? If I still lived down south, like 100% going to Brantwood Farms. That's something that you have to do every year. If you live there, go walk through the cornfields, pick pumpkins, get some candy apples, you know, go on the haunted hayride. It's a whole It's a whole spooky season masterpiece. Um, I love and miss it. And uh, up here, I'm really enjoying the fall. It's a lot more yellow-orange than the, like, reddish-brown down south I'm finding so far. But um, it's beautiful. And uh, I really want to do some baking this year. I think that might be, like, my fall activity, uh, spooky season activity. Um... I guess it's not that spooky unless I do a really bad job. So we'll see. We'll see. Great choice. I like dressing up. I have to have like the perfect costume Mm. when I do it. I'm like, okay, if I'm going to dress up, it's going to be like to the nine spot on. You better go all out. People look at you and they're like, oh shit, like that's this. I can tell. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. And I love carving pumpkins. Carving pumpkins. I would say that's my favorite. 
Is that I your love, favorite? I love carving pumpkins. We do that every year too. We do. We I do that. We go out and pick our uh, pumpkins from the pumpkin patch at Brantwood Farms. Yeah. And then we carve it and uh, it's a lot of fun. I was just going to say, because you're coming back in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. to do another like cryptids and folklore one and we should carve pumpkins that day before we record or something. Yeah. We could do it on the weekend. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, do all the activities and festivities. That day. All the Halloween Because it always activities. takes us way longer to carve pumpkins than we think it will. We'll just start earlier. Yes, we always <laughs> We will. We will. We'll do it. We'll start earlier. I got to think of something to carve we'll this year. We'll pick a time and then we'll even do it earlier. Okay. Because it's always me who's like, let's do it late. <laughs> we can make this an all-day affair. It will have to be. Because we, yeah, we don't just do like... Two triangle eyes no. and a curve as a smile. We, we get into it. Are like, let's do something crazy. Last year I did like the ghost face that mm-hmm. had the word um, scream up the side and the S was a five because scream five was coming out. Yeah, that one was good. And I don't remember what you did last year. What did I do last year? I don't remember. Oh, it's going to come to me. We'll think about it while Dyson tells us what his favorite activity is. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for asking, Brianna. I just have to say that fall is my favorite season. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing in this world that I love more than donning my brand new Gucci Uggs, (laughs) walking down Main Street, you know, singing Uptown Girl, yelling at the barista for getting my intricate drink wrong. Again, my name is Stephanie with an E. Not an I, Jacob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I also like complaining to managers about it being too cold outside. So you thought I was going to be mean on that one. No, I'm not. And then I also like to hand out toothbrushes on Halloween. Oh, that's Because I meanest. care about the community. I'm taking that away from him. <laughs> I took that microphone right away from him. Toothbrush is too much. Do I get mad at someone for getting your PSL wrong? Fine. But you hand out a toothbrush? What are you, a dentist? (laughs) Well, thanks for sharing, Dyson. And way to bum everyone out. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, we're all really excited for spooky season. So fun. Mm -hmm. And today, it's a special treat for you all. We are kicking off the spooky season by telling some spooky stories. Duh. So we've rounded up some stories that are guaranteed to haunt you. So light a candle, turn off the lights, grab a blanket, and get ready for some scary stories coming at ya. So this story is called, It Wasn't a Little Girl, and it was found on Reddit. I was camping with my husband and his family at a small, remote lake in New Mexico. There were about 10 people in our group and another group of 6 people in the campsite next to us. It was nighttime and both groups were doing typical activities. Making s'mores, having a few drinks, and telling stories. When we all heard what sounded like a little girl yelling out for help. Neither group had children with them, but we were all positive we were hearing a little girl and together we decided to search the area we heard the noises coming from. There was a field behind our campsite and we all saw a very tall, pure, white figure standing maybe a hundred feet away from us in the field, making the noises. 
We all agreed this thing looked about six feet tall, skinny, and white as can be. We made our way closer to investigate, but whatever it was that we saw started backing off as we got closer, and it disappeared into the trees. All night, we continued to hear the little girl calling for help as we tried to sleep. First of all, great job. Thank you. Second of all, I'm just picturing how much of a bummer that was for everyone there. Because they're like having making s'mores, having some drinks, telling spooky stories, having a great time. And then they're like, did you hear that? I think someone needs our help. And you see that in the field. I'd be out of there. I'd be like, we're not staying the night. We're leaving. I think, would I leave? I don't know. I'd probably be dumb and stay. You'd be the first to die. <laughs> I would. I in would. The horror for movie. sure. <laughs> we all would die, actually, if it was a horror movie, because everyone goes to investigate. Faux pas. I, I would be the one that gets out of there and is like, well, I hope they made it. And then I'd be back at the very end of the movie to be like, where did everyone go? <laughs> That's so true. You'll be like, oh, you would leave. You'd be like, okay, guys, fine. You want to stay here? You're all stupid. I'll pick you up in the morning. I'll come back in the morning for you then. You guys are all idiots. You have to split up. <laughs> Isn't that splitting up? I'm the team that's going to live. You're the team that's going to die. <laughs> I would be like, guys, for real, though, it went in the woods. Should we go follow it in the woods? Like, let's go. Let's grab our lanterns and let's go. Everyone's like, no, that's a stupid idea. I'm like, hey, I'll, I'm, I'll go, though. I'll, 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 tell you I'll what, check it out and I'll see I'll what, tell it you is. what I find. <laughs> Never hear from her again. I wonder what kind of s'mores. Do you think it was classic s'mores? Chocolate? What else would you add to your s'more? Well, when we went up north with Steph, Steph's here, of course. Hi, Steph. Hi, Steph. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Steph. <laughs> you sound a little sick or something. <laughs> it was a Hershey's kit. So it was like the milk chocolate bars. And then there was uh, Reese's peanut butter chocolate bar and oh. the cookies and cream chocolate bars. Interesting. Yeah. They were all delicious. I don't delicious. know how I feel about that. I'm kind of a purist when it comes to a s'more. <laughs> But I I would be down to try. It's so good. One of the other ones. You don't well. You don't like peanut butter, so you wouldn't want the Reese's peanut butter cup no, one. But the but the cookies, cookies and, cream and cream one was good. I'd done it before with Kit Kat. It was too dry because it's already on a graham cracker. So mm. don't do that, everyone. That's true. I liked that story. I thought it was very spooky. And whoever wrote that on Reddit, thank you because it was I creepy. So many thoughts about it. What if it mm -hmm. was like a skinwalker? Well, I think that's I think that's what it was so because scared. what? That's why I whispered it. Should we do an episode with me about skinwalkers at some point? I would be so down for that. I whispered that. it because it's one of those things where people are like, "You're I don't want you can't say it. Don't say that word. I don't even want to hear it. I'm scared mm -hmm. of that word." I didn't know if it was like. A cultural thing where it's like it shouldn't just that's not the name that you should be calling it so I don't, i've just maybe i'll find out for you yeah if you do an episode then educate us all yeah okay steph take over it's your turn to read a story thanks i'd love to <laughs> i'm happy to share <laughs>
Now let's get into another Reddit tale, The Eerie Attic. A few years ago, I moved into a one-bedroom apartment in Melbourne, Australia. It was my first time living on my own. The apartment block had been built in the 1930s. I'd been there for a few months when I came home from work one day and went into the bathroom. I saw something strange, a wooden board which had covered a hole in the ceiling that led to a small attic space, lay fractured in two pieces on the ground. I examined the pieces. The board was an inch thick and it would have taken Bruce Lee to break it. I thought the landlord had sent someone to work on the attic, but I was frozen stiff with fear. Someone is up there for sure, I thought. So I emailed pictures to the landlord asking if anyone had been there with an undertone of annoyance since she hadn't warned me. Her reply read, please call me as soon as you are able to. I called and she explained that her last two tenants had had the same thing happen. She promised to replace the board and she did. A month later, I woke up one night around 4 a.m. My body was covered in goosebumps. It felt like someone was rubbing their hands on me. Everything was silent, but then I heard a dragging sound coming from above my bed. It was as if someone was pulling a sack of potatoes. I froze, convinced someone was up there. There's no way an animal could have made that sound. After five minutes, I worked up the courage to turn on the light, arm myself with a cricket bat, and walk to the bathroom. That's when I saw the new board covering the hole was broken in two. I felt sick. The dragging sound had stopped, but I heard something else whispering. The sound was clear and coming from the attic. It sounded like children's voices and I could hear one sentence repeated over and over. It's your turn. It's your turn. It's your turn. It's your turn. I switched on every light in the apartment to make things feel normal. It was 5 a.m. and still dark outside. I watched the TV to try and unwind, but then a fuse blew. My pet budgie, Dexter, who I kept in the kitchen, usually never made a sound at night, but he started squawking like he was being strangled. I never heard him make these sort of noises. He was screaming. I grabbed my car keys, I ran out, I sat in my car, and I waited until the sun came up. When I saw people walking their dogs, this comforted me enough to go back inside. The front door was open, but I figured I might have forgotten to close it when I ran out. I went into the kitchen to check on Dexter, but he wasn't in his cage. I felt sick again. All of my windows were closed, so I looked everywhere inside. When I walked to the bathroom, I heard splashing. Dexter was half drowned in the toilet. I took him out, washed him, dried him. I was so confused. At 8 a.m., I called the landlord and gave her a watered-down version of the night. Oh, wow. You heard the whispering, too, she said. I stayed in that apartment for another 18 months. I heard the whispering on a few occasions, and twice the board covering the hole in the ceiling moved. Although I live elsewhere now, 
the landlord recently called. She said that her new tenants had begged to speak with me about some of the stuff that had been going on there, but forget it, it's their problem now. Yeah, it was good. I, I, the first thing I would have to say about that is don't landlords have to disclose whether or not your place is haunted? Oh, probably not, but... I, I would, would ask. Yeah. I can't, I would not be able to live in a place like that for 18 months. To stay in that place, like that's, no, I'd be out within that month. What if it's like now and the rent is fucked? If this this place sometimes creepy things happen, but you know I don't think it's the haunt apartment that's haunted. I think it's me that's haunted. But you know that's true. You can't you, escape me. <laughs> you do have something following you around. <laughs> but yeah, maybe she just like wasn't in a position to leave. Maybe, but it would still be really creepy. The thing is, like, I don't want to wake up in the middle of the night feeling like someone's hands were all over me, giving me goosebumps, dragging a sack of potatoes, <sighs> dragging in the attic above your bed, like. Oh, and then hearing whispering. How would you not hear the board break in two? That's what's so creepy about right? it. Like, ew. And then, man, I I totally that relate, poor though. I know. That poor thing. <laughs> At least I, it lived. Yeah. When I was a, like, Steph and I were really little. Like, Alex and Julia weren't even born yet. Um, my mom had pet budgies. Oh, really? Or were they parakeets? They were budgies. I don't know what the difference is. There was a blue one. And a green one. She likes birds. Okay. Mom, I know you're listening. Were they budgies or were they parakeets? Just text me whenever you hear this. Okay, thanks. Love you. <laughs> I, I was going to say I relate to her being annoyed with her landlord mm. because it's so fucking annoying. Like right now there's – they're done in my unit thankfully, but like all the construction that was happening was replacing the windows and the doors and how the notice they give you – because they have to give you notice – but it's for like a week long window. That's really annoying. So then for like the whole week, you don't know if they're going to come back to fix something or whatever. And then Dyson, didn't they like barge in on you? Yeah, they, they like walked, they started like knocking on the door while I was doing like a really important presentation. Mm -hmm. And then they just opened it and just started like shouting into me. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, come in. I'm in a meeting right now, like presenting something. And then he goes back and goes, yeah, okay, no worries. I'll, uh, I'll, we'll be real quick. And I just turned to him and went, shut up. <laughs> oh, they should. That's so annoying. It wasn't just like a boring old meeting when you're like, ugh, it's just the weekly check-in. It was like a board presentation or something. Oh, my God. The worst moment that they could possibly come in for. I don't really have much complaints about this apartment, but definitely dealing with landlords, building man management and stuff, that's the most annoying part. Also, they won't fix my bathroom fan, damn it. That's so annoying. Now we just light a candle if you take a real stinker. <laughs> <laughs> On that lovely note, speaking of stinkers, Dyson, you ready to read your story? <laughs> You're the stinker, not the story. How is that any better? Hello? Oh, there we go. Hush. Hello? Good morning, everyone. Oh. <laughs> David! <laughs> Fuck off, David! <laughs> Mr. Lynch. <laughs> Mr. Lynch. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Death Came For Him, a story from Reddit. I was standing in my parents' room, talking to my very sick dad at the time. He was dying of stage four esophageal cancer. I got the feeling something was behind me. I looked towards the doorway to the living room and something about four feet tall and fully black was peeking around the corner with its hands on the door frame. I ran towards it and it slipped back around the door. When I got outside the doorway, there was nothing. My dad was completely confused when I stepped back inside the room and I told him what I had seen. People who stayed in the house in my dad's final days claimed to have seen it too. My mom saw the figure on multiple occasions in multiple places until my dad passed away. But we haven't seen it since. Great job, Dyson. That was a spooky story. Thank you. I don't want to see anything that's four foot tall creeping around it, around or in any doorways in, in my house. That's really upsetting. Why does it have to be four feet tall? Why does that make it creepy? I like, you know what I like? I like that they decide their reaction was to run at it. Yeah, you if if any anytime you're you're scared of something paranormal, the go-to's to intimidate it before it intimidates you. That's the way you got to go about it. You just run in there, don't think of the consequences, and you're going to be fine. Words to live by. My turn for a spooky story. Oh yeah, we're recording. Surprise, surprise, I also have a story from Reddit. This one is called, My Mother Attracted Evil. After my parents divorced when I was a teenager, I lived with my mother. I experienced lots of paranormal happenings. Several times when I was reading in my bed, the room would start to feel really icy. Next, it would feel as if something or someone that hated me was staring at me. When I got that feeling, I would leave the room and come back about an hour later or so. Sometimes during the day, I would see a shadow figure sneaking along my bedroom walls. There was also something in the flat pretending to be my dog. I went into my room and I heard a deep growl from under the bed. My dog was not capable of making a noise that deep. It sounded like either a really big dog or a man doing his best impersonation of a dog. Other times, my dog would whimper and pace in the room next to mine and wouldn't come when called, as if he was afraid of something in the hallway. When I moved in with my father, the paranormal activity stopped. <gasps> Is that the end? Sorry. The end. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I was waiting for a little bit more. That's crazy. That's a spooky, haunted mother. <laughs> you should always trust pets. Oh, of course. They always know when there's <clears throat> something around. Sometimes Kobe will be like, just looking at you right in your face. Mm -hmm. And then his eyes will just drift right above your head. <laughs> and then he'll go back to your eyes and then go like this, look right above your head again. Like a looking at you, looking at it. Being yeah. Like, uh, are you seeing this shit? And then I'll just like look at him and like turn around. And I'm like, stop doing that, son. <laughs> Man, the, the shadows slinking like along the corners and on the outsides of the walls and stuff. Like, that's terrifying. 
Uh, and something under your bed. Making the growling noises. That you're like, it sounds like it could be a dog, but my dog's not that big, so it sounds like it could be a big dog or a man pretending to be a dog. What the fuck? And you always try to rationalize with yourself, like, no, it's, it's just, it's just the dog, I swear, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna check because I can't check because I secretly know that it's not the dog. But the classic, it's just the house settling. <laughs> <laughs> the house is growling, it's upset. Yeah, if something's growling from under your bed, you'll probably have a demon, okay? Mm -hmm. You're haunted by a demon. I would not be able to sleep in that bedroom. No comment from Dyson. Weird. He's just cradling a fake skull. Can you drink out of it? Mm, no. Ah. Well, yeah, you can put Use it in his eyes. Put it in his eyes. Do some shots. His eye sockets. Okay, Paige, it's your turn. My turn. So this story is called Gateway of the Mind from Creepypasta. In 1983, a team of deeply pious scientists conducted a radical experiment in an undisclosed facility. The scientists had theorized that a human without access to any senses or ways to perceive stimuli would be able to perceive the presence of God. They believed that the five senses clouded our awareness of eternity, and without them, a human could actually establish contact with God by thought. An elderly man who claimed to have nothing left to live for was the only test subject to volunteer. To purge him of all of his senses, the scientists performed a complex operation in which every sensory nerve connecting to the brain was surgically severed. Although the test subject retained full muscular function, he could not see, hear, taste, smell, or feel. With no possible way to communicate with or even sense the outside world, he was alone with his thoughts. Scientists monitored him as he spoke aloud about his state of mind in jumbled, slurred sentences that he couldn't even hear. After four days, the man claimed to be hearing hushed, unintelligible voices in his head. Assuming it was an onset of psychosis, the scientists paid little attention to the man's concerns. Two days later, the man cried that he could hear his dead wife speaking with him, and even more, he could communicate back. The scientists were intrigued, but were not convinced until the subject started naming dead relatives of the scientists. He repeated personal information to the scientists that only their dead spouses and parents would have known. At this point, a sizable portion of the scientists left the study. After a week of conversing with the deceased through his thoughts, the subject became distressed, saying the voices were overwhelming. In every waking moment, his consciousness was bombarded with hundreds of voices that refused to leave him alone. He frequently threw himself against the wall, trying to elicit a pain response. He begged the scientists for sedatives so he could escape the voices by sleeping. This tactic worked for three days, until he started having the severe night terrors. The subject repeatedly said that he could see and hear the deceased in his dreams. Only a day later, the subject began to scream and claw at his non-functional eyes, hoping to sense something in the physical world. The hysterical subject now said the voices of the dead were deafening and hostile, speaking of hell and the end of the world. 
At one point, he yelled, no heaven, no forgiveness, for five hours straight. He continually begged to be killed, but the scientists were convinced that he was close to establishing contact with God. After another day, the subject could no longer form coherent sentences. Seemingly mad, he started to bite off chunks of his flesh from his arm. The scientists rushed into the test chamber and restrained him to the table so he could not kill himself. After a few hours of being tied down, the subject halted his struggling and screaming. He stared blankly at the ceiling as teardrops silently streaked across his face. For two weeks, the subject had to be manually rehydrated due to constant crying. Eventually, he turned his head and, despite his blindness, made focused eye contact with the scientist for the first time in the study. He whispered, I've spoken with God and he has abandoned us and his vital signs stopped. There was no apparent cause of death. That was very, very scary. Great job. Thank you. That was creepy. That one is extra disturbing because, I mean, obviously, like, context-wise, we can't be certain, but it sounds like an MK Ultra experiment. It does. Depriving this, like, having, like, the um, sensory deprivation, people studying you to, like, elicit a response out of you by, like, saying it's under the name of, oh, you know, we're trying to see if you can establish contact with God, and you're just torturing somebody hoping to get results out of this study torturing with consent <clears throat> yeah i i love creepy pastas they're so good they're so creepy i like this one it's one of my favorite ones there's some that are like super creepy but mm. they're really really long so i was like eh, we'll just keep it to like good length this one was a good one it it was one that i haven't heard before mm. Like, I think a lot of people have heard about, like, the Russian sleep experiment or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but... Russian sleep experiment, um, Jeff the Killer, mm-hmm. uh, Slender Man. What Stairway other... to Nowhere. Stairway to Nowhere, Candle Cove. Those are, like, popular ones I can think of off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But I love this one. Very creepy. I don't want any And a terrifying thought to lose all your senses. Yeah. Yeah, all of them. Can't taste anything, can't hear nothing, you're blind now, you have what, like, nothing. Because he even said in the story he's trying to throw himself in the wall to feel something. Yeah, to elicit a pain response. That was a good one. Whoever wrote that, great job. Great job, creepypasta (laughs) user someone. Gateway of the mind writer. (laughs) Now it's Steph's turn. She's going to read Ghost Bro, which is, of course from Reddit. My house was built in 1904. It is a single family home, wood frame setting on a concrete block foundation. I've been living here for about 12 years all the weird things that my siblings and I have seen or heard in this house, this one event is my favorite. This happened to my brother. About 10 years ago, 
my brother and his best friends had started a garage band playing mostly Spanish rock. His friends could only get together on Sunday afternoons. They would practice into the early evening. They would usually call it quits by 8 p.m. This was the time I usually showed up and went to bed because I worked the graveyard shift. This happened in late fall. The days were getting shorter. They had just finished a long session when the decision to head to someone else's house came about. My brother handed his car keys to his buddy so they could load up the equipment. Everyone had filed out of the basement, but the tricky part was they needed to walk all the way to the back of the basement, up the stairs, through the kitchen doorway, down the hall, into the living room, and out into the front porch. So everyone was outside, sitting in my brother's truck, waiting for him. My brother was walking up the back steps when he remembered that he had left his pancakes in a to-go container sitting on a speaker in the basement. So he made the decision to go back. Now the basement is not clean with full sight lines. There had been partitions made and the boiler and main heating unit are right smack in the middle. So after my brother walks back, he is about to retrieve the food container. When out of the corner of his eye, he sees it. A shadowy figure right in his peripheral vision. This feeling of dread and uneasiness washed over my brother. We'd been taught that if you were in the presence of a spirit or ghost and you felt a bad vibe, to say a quick prayer or cuss at it. My brother chose the latter. He basically told it, hey, fuck you. I don't have time for your shit. My brother started to walk to the back of the basement and briskly up the stairs, closing doors and turning off lights as he was walking out. The last light switch is on the opposite side of the front door. Luckily, the door was still open and the street lamp outside was flooding the living room with its amber light. My brother said he felt something at his back, but not once did he turn around. As he flicked the last switch, the living room went dark, as did the rest of the house, and he stepped out. He pulled the door closed behind him, still holding his food container in one hand as he jogged down the few porch steps. He walked towards the front gate. Our house resides far from the main street, and as he closed the gap between himself and his friend-laden truck, he smiled. He thought things over in his head, you know, mad at himself for spooking out when there was no reason. He climbed into the driver's side of the truck, putting on his seatbelt and getting ready to pull out of the parking spot directly in front of our house. When one of his friends asked, hey, what about your brother? Isn't he coming with us? My brother answered, what do you mean? He went to work early, he's already gone. Do you see his car anywhere? His friend asked, so then who was walking behind you when you were leaving the house?
Another great story from Steph. Thank you. Mm -hmm, that was good. You're welcome. And an odd place to put your pancakes. Right? That's, I could, that's all I could think about the whole story is about the pancakes. <laughs> so they all must have went out to eat beforehand, before jamming. That's such an odd thing. Got pancakes. I'll tell you what, it just makes me want pancakes. It does. Honestly, this story is very creepy to me. And what I love, though, is when... Because everyone has, like, a paranormal or, like, an unexplained experience of some kind when they're, like... I don't exactly know what happened there, but it was weird. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times it happens alone. So, like, when you have a story like this, when your truck is literally full of all of your friends and they're like, well, what the hell was that? Like, I saw, we saw someone, like, coming out of the house with you. That was creepy as hell. Mm -hmm. And you, the whole time, were already feeling like, oh, like, I feel like something's behind me. I'm creeped out. So when you have other people who are like, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, adds validity to yeah. the story and, and it just makes, makes you... you feel a little bit better about what has happened because it's happened to multiple people. Mm -hmm. It's like with Mothman, <sighs> right? Mothman. Shows himself to groups of people. Okay, every time you come on to do a cryptid episode, can you make sure you're looking, like maybe set a Mothman Google alert or something? And you yeah. can give an Mothman update every time. I can I can check. Yeah, I can see what happens if there's any new stories. Maybe yeah, the next time that I'm on, I'll uh, I'll have a little Mothman update and see if there was any other stories from Chicago. Hell yeah, from all of those like Amazon drivers and stuff. Yeah, delivery drivers. I just said Amazon. Yeah, it all just said delivery drivers, right? Did yeah, I? Yeah, I think so. It did was I just, just assume Amazon? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I just always order off Amazon, guys. What do you want from me? All right, it is Dyson's turn to tell a story, a spooky, spooky story. Ooh. And also, just FYI, if you don't want weird ghost things following you around, do what everyone else does when you climb the stairs. You have to run up on all fours. Makes you go faster. <laughs> Make okay. sure the light is on while you're all the way up to the top, and then you shut the light off. Yeah, this is like, this is rudimentary how not to get haunted 101. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just shit like this, you earned it. You Even know? if your house isn't haunted, you still do it just in case the ghost hasn't shown itself to you yet. Yeah, exactly. Yet. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah, you gotta know, you, you gotta let them know who they're fucking with. You know, mm -hmm. you know, the rules are not even going to bother with you. They're just going to go down the street to Jacob's house who can't get my fucking order right. He's gone on his <laughs> dumb ass and it's going to be fine. I was going to say, oh God, I haven't let go of Jacob yet. <laughs> Why should I write about your diary? Dear diary. Jacob I have, diary. Brianna. Why? Oh. <laughs> Stop reading it. No. Oh. The cell phone. Creepy pasta. A couple months ago, my friend's cousin, who is a single mother, bought a new cell phone. After a long day of work, she came home, placed her phone on the counter, and went to watch some TV. Her son came to her and asked if he could play with her new phone. She told him not to call anyone or mess with the text messages, and then she agreed. Whatever. At around 11.20, she was drowsy, so she decided to tuck her son in and go to bed. She walked to his room and saw that he wasn't there. She then ran over to her room to find him sleeping on her bed with the phone in his hand. Relieved, she picked her phone back up from his hand 
to inspect it. Browsing through it, she noticed only minor changes such as a new background, banner, etc. But then she opened her saved pictures. She began deleting the pictures he had taken until only one new picture remained. When she first saw it, she couldn't believe it. It was her son sleeping on her bed, but the picture was taken by someone else above him, and the photo showed the left half of an elderly woman's face. That Thank is you. creepy. <coughs> there's there's a photo too that someone put with the creepy pasta, so we'll share that. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, is you're... it like a drawing or? No, it it's like it's a legit photo. I'll show oh, is it the photo or just a replica? It is the photo. The page. photo. And guess <laughs> what? I'm talking slowly because I'm looking up the creepy pasta <laughs> so that I can could stall show for you time. a photo of this creepy yes, lady. Please. And for some reason, I want to see the proof for myself. The cell phone. Oh, there's a lot. Oh, the pancake family. What's that about? So many creepy pastas. You know what would help, actually, if I just go to my sources. Our sources are available on our website, darkadaptationpodcast.ca. Nice (laughs) plug-in. Okay, this is the photo page. Okay, I'm ready. Can I make it bigger? Oh my god, can I make it bigger? That's the pancake family? I don't like it. That's the pancake family. That's the photo from the cell phone. You can see the son sleeping in the bed. Oh, I do not like that. All the comments are kind of funny, though. It says it looks like Slappy from Goosebumps. Because it's like just the corner of the eye and like the cheekbones, a little bit of the jaw and the ear and and the shoulder of the lady. And the kid is sleeping on the bed. Isn't that creepy? That is very creepy. It would be so disturbing, too, because as that mother, you know, it's just me and my son here. Mm -hmm. And extra just upsetting because you're in the other room the whole time. How did you not even notice any of this was happening that is very creepy i fucking love creepy pastas man especially if there's proof proof we want the hard evidence oh oh dyson's unimpressed he's already seen that photo no, I was oh are you impressed or he's the creepy lady who took the photo oh yeah it <laughs> oh, my laugh oh, ew <laughs> All right. Great job, Dyson. This story is called The Crib Shadow, and it is from Reddit. I was babysitting my niece once while I was staying at my brother's place, and they had the baby camera set up so I could see her on the little TV it came with. I was studying and started dozing off when I heard some whispering and realized it was coming from the monitor. I initially thought it was some feedback or something, but when I looked at the TV, there was a dark shadow near my niece's crib. I have never been more terrified in my life, but the shadow was clearly there where it had not been before. I ran to my niece's room and looked around and saw nothing, but I took her the hell out of there. 
and went back to the TV, and the shadow was clearly gone. I told my brother what happened, and he pulled me aside and told me not to mention it to my sister-in-law because she'll totally freak out, but that he had seen the same thing several times now with the same whispering. They stayed in that house for about four more years, and when my niece was just learning to talk, she would tell her mom about her special friend. To this day, it scares the shit out of me. When they moved out, my brother told me my niece had become inconsolably sad because she would miss her friend. Her mom would tell her she could bring him along, but all she would say was that he couldn't leave the house. We have never to this day told her about that damn shadow, and apparently she never saw it. Oh my god. <laughs> um, Paige, I doubt you've seen um, Insidious. No. But doesn't it remind you of Insidious, Tyson? Mm-hmm. When she's like, I think she's playing the piano, or she's definitely downstairs on the main floor or something, and she can hear the talking through the baby monitor. It's always the baby Don't you dare! And the slap is so creepy. Oh, that does sound creepy. So the whole time that I was uh, reading this story, I'm just picturing that super spooky scene from Insidious. I always love when the baby monitors get involved because they're just innately creepy and you all have to admit it. Anything childlike used by an adult is <laughs> creepy. Yes. I mean, you ever walk down a street and see a grown man playing with a baby rattle, you know to walk across the street. How many times have you seen that? I don't want to talk about it. You see a man walking around in a diaper, you know to walk away too. So, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> you're, just, you're just in Walmart and... You can hear the guy next to you as he walks, just like, crunch, 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 crunch. He's he's just taking the bag, ripping it open, and grabbing one. <laughs> I bet that his diaper was ruffling in his pants. <laughs> Don't want to be messing with those shadow people either. It's a nev- that's always so fucking scary. If you're talking about shattering, shattery paper. Shattery Jesus people? Christ. Shadow, shadow people? people. And then I... Personally, I hate the whispering. I hate whispering. Because then it makes you feel crazy. It does. Yeah, you kind of doubt it. Like, okay, did I hear that? Is it just quiet in here? Is it is it in my head? Was it something else? Is there a reason to be scared? Because you're probably feeling the goosebumps and everything else uh, along with the whispering and the voices. Especially. Do you ever get that? Do you ever get that when you're like falling asleep and then you start having those like weird? Yes. Yeah. That yeah. always throws me off too. Like, you like, hear, like, a voice calling out or a name, and then you kind of wake yourself up, but then you're, like, try and convince yourself. You're like, no, it's just, like, you know, my brain, my dream. Like, I was going into it. I yeah. woke myself up. Because, like, you can have, like, that. that's, like, a thing. Like, your, your, your brain kind of goes, like, all right, we're going to slip into dream mode. And then, like, the in-between state is, like, an auditory hallucination. So, mm-hmm. like, people who stay up way, way too late, like, hours and hours... We'll start to hear that, and that's when it's like, Jesus Christ, go to bed. That used to happen to me when I was a kid. Not because I stayed up really late. I don't know why it happened to me, but it always would sound like my mom was yelling my name. Really? Yeah, I would hmm. always like hear like my mom was calling my name. It was always really weird. You'd go downstairs, Mom, what'd you want? She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> hmm. I didn't say your name. And it's like, oh, 
Okay, then. <laughs> spooky, spooky. You're probably in like a, an anticipatory kind of state where you're like waiting for it to happen and then you kind of trick yourself mm-hmm. into it or the voices trick you like into thinking about the, it. Like, spooky whispering voices. Sorry, what was that? It's like the like equivalent of like when you're about to fall asleep but then you get that stupid like oh, shit jolting because you the think you're falling motion, for a second. Yeah. <clears throat> like you're falling off a building. When I was a kid, that would happen to me all the time. And it was only when I was at sleepovers. Really? Yeah. So then I would be like that person was like sleeping on the floor at a sleepover. And then it's just like, (laughs) you look around and everyone's still watching the movie. And you're like, oh, was that obvious? And they're like, yeah, obvious. (laughs) Y'all right down there. This one comes from stories from stories for your screen. And the story is called Annie 96 is typing. The following is a message exchanged between two friends, Annie, username Annie 96, and David, username McDavy. 1.31 a.m. Annie 96. You asleep? McDavy. No. Guess you're not either. Can't. It's the wind. Sounds like cats fighting. What's your excuse? Studying. So that's what they call porn now? Annie, what the fuck? Well, you're not denying it. Still can't believe what Johnny did today. Me neither. That boy has issues. What the fuck? The wind's so loud. It doesn't sound normal. No wind over here. Just rain. Lucky you. I need my beauty sleep. Damn right you do. (laughs) What? You mean I look... Shit. I think I heard footsteps on the gravel outside. Get your crazy dad to check it out. I'm home alone. The fam is on holiday, remember? I told you this. Really? Till when? We should, you know, hang out later. They really sound like footsteps, but there's something odd about them. I should look out the window, but my bed is so warm. Sure you want to look out the window when you're alone? What if there's really someone out there in your garden looking up at you? Not funny, David. Wow, chill. I'm I'm sure it's nothing. Gonna check BRB. If there's something strange in your neighborhood, who are you gonna call? David, there's someone in the garden. What? Really? Yes! I can see a man's back. What's he doing? He's looking for something on his hands and knees in the bushes. (laughs) He must be high, probably looking for his drugs. David, this is serious. What should I do? Nothing. He'll probably, you know, go away by himself. Oh my god, now he's digging with his bare hands. He's ruining the garden. Shit, he's turning around. What does he look like? David, what the fuck? This isn't funny. What? How are you doing that? What are you talking about? I can see that it's you in my garden. How are you writing here without touching your phone? Look up. I'm by the window. Can't you hear me banging on it? Fuck, Annie. Now you're scaring me too. I'm definitely not in your garden. That's not me. Stop playing around. I can see your fucking face. And you're wearing that stupid football jacket you're so proud of. It must be someone who looks like me. Honestly, Annie, I'm at home. I wouldn't play around like that. It must be a friend of yours, David. 
playing some sort of sick prank. Who else would be wearing your jacket? There are loads of jackets like that. My, my friends don't even look anything like me. You just have me on your mind. He's digging again. Fucking leave already. Annie, do you have a gun in your house? Don't be stupid, David. I couldn't shoot anyone. You you don't have to use it. Just, just show that you're carrying it. Doesn't that jacket have your name on the back? Yeah, the team all got one with their names on it. I can see your fucking name. What? What the fuck is this, David? Annie, that jacket's in my closet. Fuck, he's seen me. Why is he smiling like that? He's coming. Call the cops. Annie? Annie, pick up. I've called the cops. Told them there's a break-in attempt at your place. They said they're on their way, but it'll take about half an hour. 2.15 a.m. Annie, are you there? It's in the house. Can't talk. Have to be quiet. Lights off. I'm in a closet with a knife. Hard to type. Shaking too much. Fuck, hang in there, Annie. The police will be there in 20 minutes. Do you know where he is? It. Not he. The look it had when it saw me, David. No person could look like that. Jesus Christ. Does it know where you are? No. I grabbed the knife when I saw it running toward the house, and I got in the closet when I heard it breaking in. Okay, good. You'll be fine. A uh, druggie doesn't have brains to find someone hiding in the closet. The police will be there soon. Oh, God. It's calling out to me. It doesn't sound like you, David. Its voice is too deep. Filling the house. Filling my head. What is it saying? Come out, Annie. I just want to look at you. It keeps repeating that over and over. Come out, Annie. I just want to look at you. Have I gone mad, David? Is this what that feels like? Just ten more minutes, Annie. Keep it together. You're so strong, you'll get through this. It's coming up the stairs, but so slowly. Irregular steps. Why does it look like you, David? Why you? I don't know, Annie. Please believe me. Can you make it stop? Please, make it stop. I would if I could, I promise you. It's at the end of the hall. David, I didn't say anything to my parents when they left. I was listening to music. Is this the last time I see them? Annie. This has something to do with you, David. Only you can make it stop, so think fast. I don't know, Annie. God, please. Please. It it might be because I think about you so much. I, I think about you all the time. So stop. I don't know how. It's scraping something on the walls, getting closer. Please, David. I, I'm trying. I'm trying so hard. It's slowing down. Try harder. Whatever you're doing, it's working. It stopped. I can't hear anything. Really? Don't go out yet. Stay, stay put until the police get there. What should I tell them if it's gone? Everything, Annie. Everything you told me. 2.34 a.m. I didn't know you felt that way about me, David. I'm so glad it stopped. 
Can you come over in the morning, David? I really need to see you. Of course, Annie, I'll be there. Great, can't wait. Annie. Annie, how do I know this is you? 2.42 a.m. Annie 96 is offline. I'm so happy you made it through that. I made it through that, and I didn't make ridiculous jokes. <laughs> man, when you were saying, trying, I'm trying so hard, I want to be so bad. <laughs> I was like, I can't do that. You guys are almost through it. <laughs> All right. What did you think of that one, Paige? That one was good. It was. I wonder what happened to Andy, and I wonder what it was. I wonder? Maybe. Maybe David wasn't David the whole time. Maybe David was normal David in the garden. But the David texting wasn't. I don't know. (laughs) Or maybe it was never Annie at all. Never Annie at all. Maybe this is just a made-up story. Jesus Christ. No, it was definitely <laughs> real. Go on the internet and lie. Everything on the internet is definitely real. What are you talking about? It's all truth and it's all facts. So that was our little, that was our final story, our little finale. Hopefully everyone enjoyed them. It was really good. It was fun. I love being able to just kind of switch it up. And since this is the first episode of October, which is my favorite and the best month ever, I love spooky season. This is how you celebrate spooky season. Let's break it in. Some spooky stories. Yes, thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. It was a lot of fun. Steph, thank you for being here. Yes, Steph, it was a lot of fun to see you. (laughs) I'll show myself out. (laughs) Why did Kobe come running when you did that? Hello, my son. How are you? Super floof. You can check out the sources we used for this episode by visiting our website, darkadaptationpodcast.ca. If you haven't already, please rate the show five stars and subscribe wherever you're listening. Thank you. Be sure to tune in next week for a true crime tale of a Halloween murder. Because, you know, we got to continue our spooky season festivities. There's also on Instagram, I posted a schedule. So if you're interested in what we are going to cover throughout October, go check that out. Dark Adaptation Podcast. And until then, we'll catch you on the dark side. 